Hi everyone, the Complex PTSD guy here. I think today's topic is extremely important in regards to PTSD. The topic is PTSD and cell phones, addicted, withdrawal, functional impairment. I'm going to start out with pointing out I'm not a doctor or psychologist or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own experiences and opinions. I'll start out by saying that in the article that I will add to my Twitter page soon, I'm going to mention that in the article they use the word smartphone instead of cell phone, but I am going to use the word cell phone for this podcast rather than smartphone. So I found a really amazing article, which I personally, I wish it had been written in a little bit more common, plain English. It's very scholarly, and it's meant to be scholarly, but I had to really dissect the words that they were using in the article, and like I said, I will post that to the Complex PTSD guy on Twitter in about an hour or two. The article stressed me out so much that I'm not going to quote it. It was a very stressful article to read. I'm just going to summarize some things. There are three things that the article, from what I understood, focused on. One was PTSD. Another was using your smartphone, cell phone, for news and entertainment versus using your cell phone for social media and texting. Those are two different things. And they refer to them in these unique words. And the other is harmful ways of engaging with your cell phone, which they refer to as PSU, or Problematic Smartphone Use. Basically, that's where you become addicted to your phone, or you actually have withdrawal symptoms if you don't have your cell phone. Negative cell phone use is also related to creating depression and anxiety. I want to keep this short and sweet. I'm not sure if I'll be able to, but as I said, the article took a a lot of my own dissecting, and I want to speak in more plain language to make it easier to help people. I also am going to give some tips that I will start living by now that I know for a fact how harmful cell phones can be. These will be tips on how to properly engage with your cell phone. It may sound ridiculous, but in my opinion, we need to look at our cell phones differently so we can have a healthier lifestyle. I remember when we all had home phones. If you wanted to go on a date with someone, you set a time and a place and you met up. There was no texting to let some, someone know that you got held up by a train. You just hoped the person would show up and you had to wait. There was a lot less last minute intrusions happening. A few weeks ago, I was going to dinner with some relatives and they said, let's meet at six o'clock at this place. And I said, okay. Then the day of the outing, they changed plans via text message about three different times of what time we would meet and where. If this had been 1990, that would not have happened because I was already on the highway heading to dinner. They wouldn't have been able to change plans in the last hour because I wasn't home to answer the phone. Most people did not have cell phones until around 1998 or 2000 unless you were wealthier or you had it for official use, like the FBI or something. When I started high school in 1996, none of my classmates had cell phones, and we lived in a pretty common area that was middle class, upper class, lower class. It was all classes. 
Nobody had a cell phone. Some of my classmates had pagers, and some had what were called track phones, but no one really had a cell phone like we had today. By the time I graduated high school in 2000, several kids had track or what you could call cell phones. I would say almost half of the kids. So I grew up during that particular transition. This was also the transition when kids started using the internet. It all happened between around 95 to 2000. I also grew up with what were called walkie-talkies. I'm assuming they still have, they make these things. I grew up with actual walkie-talkies that me and my friends would play with. This was when I was a little kid. And this helps me lighten my feelings about what a cell phone is today. I'm going to just try to look at it as a toy. A cell phone is just a modern walkie-talkie. And if I want to play with it, I will. But it won't be my daily companion, like so many people's cell phones are. People are just attached at the hip to their cell phones. And if you look at it as a walkie-talkie, that's your daily companion, that looks kind of ridiculous. And I think cell phones are ridiculous. So it's good to look at it in that way. Before cell phones existed, you were not distracted as much when you worked. You weren't distracted as much when you drove your car. And you weren't distracted in school by a phone. You weren't seeing constant updates from whatever algorithm followed you that week. Best deals on kitchen cabinets, how to sell your car fast, favorite TV shows, get the latest what happened. There was none of that going on with a phone. You read the newspaper or you called a store for stuff like that. Everyone watched TV shows at a certain time, and if you missed it, you missed it unless you recorded it on a VCR. Imagine a grown-up driving down the highway and talking on an actual walkie-talkie or holding a radio up to their head to try and contact someone while they're driving. That would be ridiculous. That's how we are acting with these things we call cell phones. And I think we need to see how ridiculous it is. Basically, I think we need to look at cell phones as one small part of our lives. Like those walkie-talkies that we used when we were kids. You might play with it once every other week, but it wasn't in your lap as you sat in class or drove down the road. If we don't start looking at cell phones this way, I think they will just wear us out to a dangerous place. My plan is to keep my phone completely turned off from 9am to 9pm. I will check it at 9pm to see if there's messages or calls. If there are, I'll respond to them and I'll tell people please contact me on my home phone. I'll then turn my cell phone back off throughout the entire night and again check it at 9am and do the same thing. Keep it off from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. The only time I truly need my phone is when, one, I pay my bills because my bill payments are related to my phone number, although I could change that to my home phone, but I just don't want to because I usually pay my bills at my office. The other time is for emergencies, and that is why I think I will leave my cell phone in my car for most of the day. Most emergencies in my world tend to happen while you're driving, And this is just outside of the occasional emergency at home. The reason I say I will keep it in my car is because if it's inside my apartment with me or in my office or in my messenger bag, I know I will cave in and turn it on and use it. I'll go to YouTube, I'll go to the news, I'll go to all this toxic stuff. You might say, but what if your car is stolen? I say knock on wood, it's never happened before and I'm not driving a Mercedes Benz or anything fancy. So who cares about my car? I will, however, 
bring the phone in before I go to bed just to charge it for the night. I will then see if anyone has called or texted at 9 p.m. I might try to keep the phone in some type of small cooler when it's in my car, something to keep it in a normal temperature so it's not too hot and it doesn't get too cold. I also will inform the people who contact me to just call my home phone from now on. That is my real phone. If you don't have a home phone, I would just try to keep your cell phone off as much as you're comfortable with. Obviously, if you feel you might be heading into a dangerous area or feel uncomfortable, obviously turn your phone on for emergencies. People with PTSD don't need any more anxiety or depression. If our phone usage is leading to us being somewhat obsessed with our phones, that's not good. If people with PTSD are possibly prone to engaging with their phones negatively, that's not good. If we are experiencing withdrawal symptoms, if we keep our phones out of sight and off too much, that's not good either. That's why I think it's so important to look at your phone as basically a walkie-talkie. I'm glad I found this article to share, and I will from now on refer to my actual cell phone as my walkie-talkie, and I don't care how silly it is. Because calling it by that name, it's a good reminder of just how ridiculous these things we call cell phones really are. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.